G'day, my name's Martin Murray and you're listening to the In The Paddock podcast, where we talk all things farming. G'day and welcome to today's Wednesday Tech Talk. Had to do a bit of a re-recording of this for whatever reason. The last time around, the audio quality was rubbish, really, really quiet. And um, yeah, when I played it back to myself, I couldn't hear a thing. So... Today we're talking about EPRs. Now, EPRs are your endpoint royalties. And what got me thinking about this was I got my notification from NGR to do my harvest declaration. And I thought, geez, that's probably a good good topic for a podcast uh, just, you know, to, to reinforce the importance of, of paying your EPRs, being honest about it, and um, and just what those EPRs are used for. So your EPRs are your endpoint royalty. It's a fee you pay on every ton of grain that you grow, uh, well, and sell. And that fee varies from variety to variety, plant to plant. But you'll tend to find most of your common varieties, all your newer ones, will have an EPR on them across pretty well all of your plants, whether it's wheat, lupins, barley, canola, uh, what else? sorghum, mung beans, they've all got them. So they, they've all got this fee that you pay. Now, the reason why you pay your EBR and um, and those fees is it goes towards, it goes back to the plant breeder and that allows them to keep funding their breeding and keep growing and producing new and better varieties for us to use. Without that funding, they can't afford to do the breeding. We get left with terrible old crappy varieties and our farms aren't as profitable as they could be. So therefore, really important to do your harvest declaration properly. Be honest about how much you've grown and the varieties that you've grown and delivered. And, you know, cough it up. It's like four or five bucks a tonne. That's you know, 2% of the grain's value, something like that, um, you know, definitely well and truly worth worth the uh, the value that you get out of it in those new varieties. There's a lot of work that goes into breeding plants. They'll start with, you know, a, a couple of plants that they like. They'll cross them, they'll breed them, they'll select from that the plants that they really like. They'll get the seeds out of the heads of those plants and then they'll sell them in single lines and uh, do a bit of an increase from there. Once they've got enough uh, enough seed to go into commercial trials, they'll be doing small plot trials, they'll do paddock trials. They'll put it in a, in a range of situations to see how that performed, but it's a 10-year process to develop a new variety. And it's really important, you know, that they have that assurance that they know they've got good funding for years to come to keep working on these new varieties and keep developing them for us. Um, a few years ago, I was, I was very lucky to be at a place in New Zealand that did that very early seed increase where they had just a single variety and a single line. And there would have been, oh, I don't know, three, four hectares maybe of these these single line seed increases I I couldn't believe it. And of course, they were, you know, assessing all these different varieties while they were growing there in this little increase patch. And um, and obviously, they all had to be harvested separately, stored separately, and 
there was a lot of work that went into it and that was just at that one step. The logistics of it were mind-boggling. So it's an expensive, long, slow process to breed new varieties, but it's well and truly worth it and it's your EPRs that fund it. So, you know, be honest, tell them what you grew, how much of it you grew and do the right thing for the industry and for yourself so that way we will have good new varieties coming to us in the future. Anyway, until next time, keep at it.